On this week's episode of Orange Juice Optional, we are going to be talking about some inventive gadgets that have changed the way that we live our life. Stay tuned. Why, hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of Orange Juice Optional. I am Michelle, and I am here, as always, with my good friend, Suzanne. Hey, Suzanne, how are you? I'm doing great, Michelle. How are you? I'm doing really well. Summer is coming to an end, which makes me a little bit sad, but as everyone knows, or our longtime listeners, fall is my favorite time of year. October is my favorite month. Um, Mm -hmm. So I'm excited about that. Temperatures are starting to cool off a little bit. And it's pretty sad when you can say they're cooling off a little bit and it's still 100 degrees outside. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Yeah. It is hot. We've had a hot, hot summer. That's for sure. So are you finding any relief from the heat right now? Well, I was in Minnesota visiting family, had a little family, mini family reunion. And so that was some relief. And I have an upcoming trip to Seattle to visit my grandkids. That will offer relief. Yeah. How about the Vikings? Are they offering relief? Hell no. Yeah, we can't (laughs) talk about the Vikings. It's just a little too painful at this point. I can understand that. I don't even watch a lot of football, but I hear what my husband's saying. So, yeah. Yikes. (laughs) Anyway, something else that might have given you some relief is a couple weeks ago, you came to visit me in Lake Havasu. Yes, and what a great time we had. That trip, it sparked a lot of joy. And I think my favorite moment of the trip is when you actually jumped in the water. I never thought (laughs) I was going to see it happen, but you were swimming right alongside me. Yep. Well, when it's 110 degrees and you're on a boat in the water, what else should you do but jump in? Right. And you were very good about telling your husband when I get in the water, no photographs, no video. So what does he do? Well, yeah, of course, he immediately takes a photo. He did give you his phone and you did delete the picture. So all is good. Right. And then you all got to see me freak out when a toad appeared on my front porch. Oh, I'm right. still really, really embarrassed about my reaction oh. to that toad. But it was a poisonous toad to dogs. And I have two dogs. And so when I saw it, I probably did overreact. I probably traumatized my dog because it ran past it. And then I shut my dog outside with the toad while I was trying to process how not to get the toad to jump in my house. I didn't think it was an overreaction. It is, however, the year of the toad here in Arizona. I don't know, it was probably five, six, seven years ago. There was an infestation of these desert toads that are poisonous. If you touch them, I don't think they kill humans, but they are poisonous. They cause a reaction. But we were surrounded by toads. And then I haven't seen a toad in like six or seven years. And all of a sudden this summer, it's like toad summer. So, And they are. They're creepy. They're slimy. They're ugly. And yeah, I I think I probably would have had the same reaction. And they're just like Jabba the Hutt. They just like boom, like a big piece of glob that can like jump at you. Rob did say, because he was doing some research on these toads, that some people will pay a lot of money for them because, and I would never do this, they lick them to get a high. Oh, for God's sake. Would you ever lick a toad? No, I won't even be in the same state with a toad if I can help it. 
Okay. <laughs> I was going to ask if you'd kiss a toad with the chance of it turning into a prince, but oh, I guess that's, God's sake. <laughs> that's no. a no too. No. <laughs> no. Well, yeah, I I felt bad. I felt I overreacted a little bit, but my heart was in the good place and I quickly brought my dog in. I'm, I didn't leave yeah. it out there too long. It was just that immediate reaction and then realizing it was outside and how to get it back in around without it putting its mouth on this this bugger. And I'll call right. it a bugger because I don't have a better word for it. Well, yeah. Yeah. And I'm getting stressed out just talking about the toads. So why don't we move on to this week's subject? Okay. Sounds good. Okay, Suzanne, this topic is yours again. You are just nailing it with coming up with topics lately. So what are we going to talk about? Well, things in my day-to-day life have been inspiring me in the process of my remodel that has otherwise been, you know, nothing short of a nightmare. <laughs> and But I have this one new discovery that is like, oh my God, where have you been all my life? And this is the best thing ever. And most people talk about their spouses or their kids that way, but you're talking about an appliance. I am. I'm talking about an appliance, but I'm going to save it until the end of our conversation. Because what it did for me is it's like, what other things in my life I have gotten that I've looked at it and said, this is life changing for me. And I'm not talking serious stuff, but there are certain things that have popped up over the years where when I found it, I'm like, seriously, this is the greatest thing on earth. And this all started, this whole concept started, I've been in a book club for decades. I've talked about my book club before. Annually, we have a book club where everyone brings their favorite item of the year. And so over the years, I have found a lot of things that it's like, this is the best thing ever. So that's what I want to talk about. I want to talk about the things in our lives that have changed our lives for the good. And I think I must get really used to something quickly because I am Mm -hmm. struggling with this topic. You gave it to me. I am struggling Mm -hmm. with it. So I'm going to let you lead this and then maybe you'll spark some inspiration or a thought in my mind and I can jump (laughs) right right in. Well, or maybe I am just overly enthusiastic about the little things in life because I maybe don't have big things in my life that spark joy. So, but you know, you're going to kind of catch on. I have some stupid little things and I have a couple of bigger things and some that maybe aren't appropriate for some people, but work fantastically for me. And yeah, I think you'll come up with a few things in your life. Okay. One of the first things came from my book club, I don't know, five, 10 years ago. It's my friend Ruthie brought a Mr. Clean white sponge. (laughs) Now this sounds so stupid you wet it and it takes scuffs off of everything when you're moving furniture and you turn go around a corner and you scuff the paint on the wall you get your mr white mr clean white sponge and that scuff comes right off it's a brilliant it is life changing i have some of those in my house i think somewhere but I don't use them probably very regularly. Well, probably because you don't have a lot of scuffs and marks. Now, I use them in my store. I had a case of them in my store because I have white shelves in my store. And you put a new product on the shelf, 
you take an old product off, inevitably you're scratching the surface of the white shelf and you just whip out your Mr. Clean white sponge and that scuff comes right off and everything looks sparkly new. It's a brilliant invention. Okay. Well, I'm going to take your word for it. I do have it if I ever need to <laughs> to use it. That did inspire something that I thought was life-changing in the cleaning product okay. world. And that okay. would be Clorox wipes. I love Clorox wipes. Oh, yeah. How did I me. live without them? Right, right. Well, and that should be on my list too, because they're, they are brilliant. They are brilliant. Yeah, I use them all the time. I use them for everything. We use them on everything for everything, except TV monitors. But yeah, that was, see, that was a great thing. Changed your life. Such a simple idea that changes your life. Should we not use them on TV monitors? No. no I'm just no, kidding. No. I don't. I'm just <laughs> messing with you. <laughs> but along the same lines is... Dawn Power Wash. It lifts anything burnt or crusty, left over in a pan. It just lifts it right off. Saves you yeah. some scrubbing, disperses mm -hmm. it nicely. It's all great. I love that also. What we should, in maybe another episode, we should talk about life hacks because Dawn Liquid Soap also kills fruit flies. So we have several fruit trees. And if you put a drop of Dawn liquid soap in a spray bottle and fill it with water, and then you spray your fruit trees, it kills the fruit flies that attack your fruit. Well, that's good to know. We do have a life hacks episode from years ago, but I'm sure right. there have been many cool hacks thought of since we recorded that episode. But if anyone Absolutely. wants to go back and listen to it, I'm not sure what episode is it was, but it's called mm -hmm. Life Hacks. Right. I think we should have a part two or a Second edition. I always because, like part two. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So those, that's pretty much um, sums up my cleaning supply gadgets. I can't say gadget things that have just changed my life. Do you, can you think of anything else? The Clorox wipes was brilliant. I can't think of anything else right now. Okay. So I just discovered this new thing on Amazon. And they are like big fat rubber bands that you put around your sheets when they're folded in the closet. Because this is one of my has always been one of my least favorite things. I hate changing sheets anyway. And then when the sheets are stacked in your closet, you can't tell what size they are. And then you have to rummage around for a tag and some sheets have tags on them and some sheets don't that say this is a queen or this is a king or this is a twin or this is a twin extra long. There is a band that you put around the sheet set that labels it as king. And so when it's sitting in your linen closet, all you have to do is look for the band that says king and you're pulling out your king sheets for your bed. I do like that one. It's a good one. I, that and is I a good just, one. I just got them like a month ago. And the biggest thing is putting them to use. But once you put them to use, it's brilliant. And which is going to lead me to another discovery that was life changing for me that I figured out probably a year or two ago. I had a friend, old friend of mine came and visited and 
I was complaining about changing sheets on beds and apologizing for how wrinkled because I like 100% cotton sheets and they're always wrinkled when I put them on the bed. And she said, you mean you don't take them to the cleaners? <laughs> it's like, what? And she said, Suzanne, take your sheets to the cleaners. It will be life changing. And she was 100% right. I take all of my sheets now to the cleaners. I do not wash them. I do not fold them. I do not press them. I take them to the cleaners and I pay what I think is a very reasonable amount for them to do all of that for me. And then they return them to me on hangers. So now when the sheets come back to me on hangers, I put my band around the sheet and it's labeled king sheets, queen sheets, twin sheets. You do know that for a minute there, you sounded like a Dr. Seuss book. <laughs> well, because oh. it's so poetic, because yeah. it's so poetic. Well, it was, I do not, I do not, I do not. It reminded but, me like of green eggs right. and ham or something like that. Right. Or Sam, I am, whatever books right. it was, but that's what I was I thinking I do not of. like green eggs on ham or ham on green eggs, whatever. I know, however it goes. You should know that. You have a grandson. I don't think we've introduced Dr. Seuss to him yet, but that's, yeah. But anyway, so another life-changing discovery of mine is taking my sheets to the cleaners to have them wash it. And I you have no, to be disciplined. I'm sorry to interrupt. You have to be disciplined to do that because I usually take my sheets off the bed, throw it in the washer, throw it in the dryer, and then put them back on my bed. Like you have to plan or have lots of sets of sheets. Well, yeah, I think it's just the routine you get into. Well, another discovery is my dry cleaner also picks up and delivers. So I have a blue bag that I throw my sheets in. I put it out on the step. He picks them up and kind of like the old milkman. And then when they're clean, he delivers. <laughs> so, I mean, I realize this sounds just totally decadent. But yeah, but then you have clean sheets hanging in the closets. And so when you're ready to change the sheets, you just pull clean sheets off the hanger and take the soiled sheets and send them to the cleaners. So yeah, you kind of have to have two sets of sheets or three sets of sheets for each bed in the house. But it's just, it makes life so easy. Well, I'm all about easy. So I will consider that one, but I'll probably just keep washing them myself and just have to deal with the wrinkles. Well, as long as, you know, if it doesn't bother you, but see, it's kind of like when I got my first housekeeper, when I decided that there are certain things in my life I hate doing and cleaning is one of them. So why don't I just pay someone to clean for me? because that's what they do. They clean. I can find a thousand other things to do besides cleaning, and then the cleaning never gets done. So I hire someone to come in and clean for me. It's not a bad idea. I know, it sounds a little decadent, I know. But hey, life's short. Why should I be doing all these things I hate doing? True when that. I can hire someone to do it for me. It's kind of like when you get your nails done. I'm terrible at doing my own nails. So I pay someone to do my nails for me so my nails look good because I could never then do that myself. Well, I'm very glad you brought up getting nails done because I will tell you that one of the great inventions, like how did I ever live my life mm -hmm. without, are gel nails. Because 
I will go get my nails done, but I really hate that time commitment. And I know like my husband, oh, you're getting pampers, you're getting your, but I really do. And then once they're all done, you used to have to sit and wait for the polish to dry and you might as well shoot me. I don't want to be there any longer. And sitting with my hands under a light just drove me crazy. So when gel nails were introduced and then dip nails, I'm all about that. I know. Well, and that's actually on my list because I felt the same way. And inevitably for me, I'd get too impatient to have my, to sit there and have my nails dry. And then I'd leave and I'd chip one. And it's like, well, dang it. Now I have a chipped nail. Or I have to go sit and back through that whole process again, which is not I know, fun. I know. I know. And gel, gel nails, I have to agree, life-changing. And they last a long time too. They last they longer. Right. So you have to go in fewer times to get your nails refreshed. So true. Love Mm -hmm. them. Okay. So what else is on your list? Instacart. I do like Instacart. Right. And I think that that had a surge during COVID because everyone was afraid to go to the grocery store. And for me, it has just, it doesn't, not so much anymore. But if I'm in need of something and I don't feel like making that trip, especially when it's super hot and then you have like other errands and you can't have groceries sitting in your car, I just had do Instagram or Instacart online and it shows up. It'll tell you when it's going to arrive and so you can plan for it. And the hassle of dealing with the grocery store and the groceries in the car, gone, done. I absolutely hate going to the grocery store. I am picking up emotions from everybody around me. It's crowded. People are grumpy. It is just not my favorite thing to do. And then, as you said, those bulky items like, you know, a case of Diet Coke or a case of water, water. they're heavy and they're hard to lug around. So a lot of times I will order those from like Amazon or something. So they're delivered to my door. But I do use Instacart not as often anymore because it feels a little bit over the top for me when I'm out and about and can do it. But I really hate going to the grocery store and Instacart, I agree, is a great, great thing. Yes. Yes. So another thing that's on my list is the remote start on my car. And when I lived in Alaska and my husband gave it to me as a Christmas present one year, many years ago, because my kids were still in school, I was hauling them around and nothing worse in the wintertime than to get in your car when it's 20 degrees and you're frozen and it takes 10 minutes for the car to start warming up. And I, you know, the windows to defog, that remote start on my car was life-changing. And the reason I bring it up is because it's only been since I've had my most recent car in Arizona that I figured out that, oh, remote start works on the other On the flip side, when it's 110 degrees out, I can remote start my car and let the air conditioning cool down my car before I have to get into it. And that is brilliant. I will share that sometimes the technology of these remote starts is way too much for me. But 
I didn't even realize that our Hellcat had a remote start until Colton came to visit. And he's like, I'm just going to start the car before we go get back in it. And I'm like, what? He's like, yeah, this is a remote start. Didn't you know it? I'm like, no, I didn't ask for it to be installed. It's in Arizona. So I never thought about it. And here he taught me something new. All he had to do is show me how to push a button and bam, there it is. Bam. Right. And again, life changing. Life changing. Yes, I agree. Okay, so I have one more thing on my list. And then I think we'll take a little break. So I can come back and reveal my number one thing on my list. But the last item on my list of other things that have changed my life is my label maker. Because you know that I, I'm not going to say I'm a very organized person. But I really like a place for everything and everything in its place. And when I got my first label maker and my little drawers for my laundry room, there's a little drawer for everything and it's all labeled. And now in my pantry, every container is labeled. And so I know where everything goes. Rob would love this. He is also a label maker guy. So you guys do mm -hmm. connect in that area. He loves his label maker. Mm -hmm. Back in the day when I started this and it started in my laundry room and my toolbox where one of my kids or my husband would say, do we have any highlighters? It's like, well, go look and see if we have a highlighter drawer. And then you open the drawer and there are all the highlighters. There are, there's nothing else in that drawer but highlighters. There are no permanent markers. There are no pencils. There are no pens. Only highlighters. Life changing. Do we have any A batteries? Oh, let's go see if we have a drawer that says A batteries. And sure enough, we have an A battery drawer. And all of the A batteries are in that drawer. And now that you mentioned batteries, Rob would say if he was on the podcast and he's still butthurt, he's not. I know. He would say that his battery caddy, which he found. Oh, that's a good on, one. What is it called? As seen on TV or. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he found that. And now it organizes all of his batteries and he's obsessed with it. And I do have to say, I'm a little obsessed with it too. I like knowing right where to find the batteries. They're organized. They're not all over the place. So right. battery and caddy. So you just expand that into the rest of your life and. It's like, you know where everything is because there's a place for it and it's labeled. So it's easy to find. You just go to the cabinet that has all the drawers in it and you look for rubber what bands. You need. And yep. yep. And oh, there's my rubber band drawer. And guess what? You find your rubber bands. It's brilliant. It is brilliant. And before we get to your big reveal, I do want to say the one thing that I thought of while you were talking, and it's an electronic, but my first iPod. I thought that was pretty cool and wondered how I had lived my whole life without it because Ooh. I'm a girl of the 80s and mm -hmm. I would make mixtapes and I would listen to the radio for hours just to record that one song. <laughs> and you could just do that. There's a service where you could just pay a dollar and get a song. Like yeah, it was life changing. All my favorite songs in one place. I didn't have to buy a bunch of songs I didn't want to hear. I love yeah, my iPad. Right? Oh, yeah, that is. That's a good one. Okay, everyone stick around because coming up next is Suzanne's big reveal. Okay, Suzanne, 
what is your current most favorite life-changing item that you just discovered? Well, I'm going to start by telling you something else that is life-changing that leads into my discovery. You know what, that, Suzanne, you're like a teaser or a cliffhanger well, on a show where they're like, okay, we're going to introduce who the new bachelor is after right, this but, message. Right. But you're going to agree with me and it makes sense. So, and I purposely stayed away from technology talking about life-changing things because it's all wrapped up into one neat little package called the smartphone because you can do anything from your smartphone. I can set my alarm, my house alarm from my phone. And if my alarm accidentally goes off and I'm in Europe, I can turn that alarm off in Europe. And I can turn on my car with my remote start on my app on my phone. So I think everything is about the smartphone. Now my if you're ready, I'll tell you what my new purchase is that relates to my smartphone. Unless you I have something ready. you want to add about your smartphone. No, I would agree that the smartphone has made life very convenient. And right. I think back to 15, 20 years ago and where phones started and where they are now and how the generation now must just think we're dinosaurs. Like I feel like a dinosaur right? because technology has changed so much. Right. and them not understanding when we went out on a Friday or Saturday night in high school, we didn't have phones to keep in touch with our parents. We couldn't communicate as easily. So just right. on that level right. alone, and then you add in all the gadgets. So I do agree. Right. Well, and that being said, I will tell you what my favorite app is on my phone before we go any further, because my favorite app on my phone is called um, Picture This. And you take a picture of, and this particular app is only plants because I don't know how many times you're somewhere and you see a cool plant and you say, God, I wonder what that plant is. Well, now you take a picture of it and it tells you what it is. And not only does it tell you what it is, it tells you how to take care of it. It tells you if it's disease, it tells you what you can do to save it. It tells you how to plant it. It tells you everything you ever want to know about this plant. And I know they have apps like that for birds, for animals, for everything, for furniture. But it is so fun to be anywhere and to just take a picture of a plant and it tells you everything there is to know about that plant. It's pretty genius, I would agree. Yep. Right. Now, I hope this isn't my, my big reveal isn't too anticlimactic after all of these cool things that I've talked about. But I'm going to give you a little backstory. During the remodel, turned my laundry room that's off my kitchen into a butler's pantry, decided to do, move my washer and dryer to the lower level of our house because so much of what I do goes to the dry cleaners anyway. It's like, eh, we can just throw it downstairs. Well, and there's a washer dryer hookup, everything. Well, it turns out that the washer, the closet where the washer dryer belongs was small. So my full size, if I wanted to pull my full size washer dryer in that closet, I was going to have to move the vent, at, which means cutting into sheetrock, you know, all this. And it's like, no, I just want to plug in my washer dryer and so it works. So then I was going to do stackable. Well, the ceiling in the closet is only six feet high, so I couldn't do stackable because 
the smallest stackable is like six and a half feet high. So again, I'm screwed until I find the washer dryer combo, the all in one smart GE profile washer dryer combo size of a washing machine, a regular size washing machine. And it does everything. It's brilliant. Okay, Suzanne, you are a brave woman because I will say many years ago when we were in Barcelona, we <laughs> had an know. experience with, or we had an experience with a combo machine, a washer that was a dryer and it caused a lot of frustration. So the fact that you gave this a second chance right. is amazing to me. Right, well, Barcelona was 10 years ago at least, right? 10, eight, 10 years ago. And it wasn't you and I trying to figure it out. It was Rob and JC trying to figure it out. So right there was a little bit of a problem because they had no, and we were in a foreign country. I'm not sure it spoke English to them. So I thought, okay, technology has come a long way. And before I purchased it, I did do the review. I did check reviews online. I went to YouTube. I found as much as I could to make sure I was getting the best one out there. And it was hard to find any negatives about this machine. So yeah, I felt pretty confident purchasing it and giving it a shot. Okay, so how is it life-changing? What are you loving about it? Okay, well, I'm gonna start with, it seems so trivial, but where the soap dispenser is for the washer dryer combo. The soap dispenser holds 50 loads of laundry detergent and it dispenses it based on the sensors in the drum. When you put your dirty clothes in, it senses by weight or I don't know how it senses how much soap to put in that load. And so you never, and it's the same with fabric softener. You never have to do soap and fabric softener because it dispenses it. So you're basically opening the door, putting your clothes in, closing the door and hitting the cycle you want. And then it from takes it from there and it runs the load. It gives you a five minute break between the wash and the dry cycle in case you want to add a dryer sheet. For the dry and it will let you know when it's time for the dryer's sheet and then it dries the clothes or it also gives you that five minute break in case you want to pull anything out that you don't want to dry there's also a separate cycle that's wash only so it won't do the dry cycle in case it's a whole load of delicates that you don't want to run through the dryer and then it tells you when the load is dry and you open the door and you take everything out you clean the lint screen and you're done. It's brilliant. And from there, it's a smart machine. So it connects to my phone. So I can put the load close in, close the door. I can turn it on wherever I am in the world and wash those clothes and then dry those clothes. And it sends a signal to my phone, giving me a message that when the load has started, when the load is at the five minute break, in case I want to add my dryer sheet or pull anything out, when it's drying, and then it gives me a signal, signal when it's done. And then it gave me a sin signal when the clothes had been sitting in the dryer for 30 minutes. And 
I decided, well, I'm just going to leave him there and see what happens. And after an hour, I got another signal on my phone that said, hmm, your clothes have been sitting in the dryer for an hour now. Are you sure you don't want to fold them? Yeah, the only thing better would be if uh, there was someone there to fold them for you. Right. And just give me time. I'll find someone to fold them for me. Yeah, or they'll come up with a machine to do that. I know. It seems like it's trending that way. Well, and someone said to me, it would be nice if they had a dispenser for the dryer sheet so you wouldn't have to go back to the machine to add a dryer sheet. I was thinking that also. Yeah, but I am telling you, and it is the size of a a full-size washing machine. That's how big it is. So it it fits in a very small space. It there everything about it is amazing. And I I was talking to someone about this that instead of getting a washer and dryer, why not just get two of these machines next to each other and constantly you can do two loads at once. And I'm thinking why wouldn't you do that? Oh, and This is the other thing. It's energy efficient. It plugs into a 120 volt. You don't need that great big 240 volt to plug it in. It runs on a 120 volt and it's ventless. It dries through a heat pump. So there's nothing to vent. So you don't even need the vent in the closet. All you need is the plug-in. So you can put this thing anywhere. It's great. Life changing. I'm telling you, if I had had this when I had kids, uh, my life would have been so much easier. Well, I'm just going to say, I thought it was a brilliant idea when you just shared having two of those machines so you can double up on what's getting done at once. I love that. I love efficiency. I love the idea that you don't have to move your wet clothes from the washer to the dryer and worry about leaving something in there accidentally. I love the idea of that. And then the only other question that came through is, Suzanne, are you so inspired by this new washer-dryer combo that you'll stop using your cleaner and do your own laundry? No, of course not. (laughs) (laughs) Because even with this machine, I can never do as good of a job as my cleaner can. And But there are things like workout clothes. You don't take workout clothes to the dry cleaner or to the cleaner. You don't, you know, there are things you don't take to the cleaner. You know, towels. I don't take towels to the cleaner. And, but my biggest issue with doing laundry before this is I was notorious for washing a load and then forgetting about it and then it not making it to the dryer. And then I have to stop, rewash it before I can put it back into the dryer because you don't want stinky clothes and you don't want to set that mildewy smell in your clothes. So, you know, for me, it was like, you know, because you put it in and 45 minutes later or an hour and 15 minutes later, you have to remember to put it into the dryer. This does all of that for you. So you don't have stinky clothes. Yeah, that would have you gagging. It would have people gagging if they had stinky clothes. So, well, have you never done that where you forget that you forget you put a load in the washing machine and then it's like, dang it, now I have to wash it again. Okay, I will admit that I am human. And yes, that has happened to me. And I end up rewashing the clothes. I don't throw them in the dryer immediately. I get that smell out. Right. Well, and so I think that 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 in and of itself is efficient, because it's saving you from running in, you know, an unneeded load. Yeah, it doesn't happen often. But occasionally it happens, especially if Rob puts something in and I don't realize it. And I don't notice it until I see why is the light on the washer? 
still on. So right. there's clothes in there. Well, very cool. Thank you for sharing that with us. Is there anything else you want to say about your new appliance before we move on now, to closing? I thought you would be more excited about it, but I think you just have to experience it and then you will share in my excitement. I am it. excited about it, but I would love to see yeah. it working firsthand. Yeah, so I'm going to have to come to Phoenix. Voice. Yeah, that's not the voice of someone who's excited about it. And I want what do you want me to do? I want the enthusiasm. Jeff would say, I want you to do handstands. It's not exciting, but. Well, how do you okay. know I'm not doing handstands? You can't see me right now. <laughs> well, I can hear it in the tone of voice. It's like, oh, nice, nice anticlimactic things, Ben. But that's okay because you no. have an experience oh, like I have. When oh, you my... come to Phoenix, we will have a session on laundry and then you will be as excited as I am. Suzanne, I think you're just too sensitive. That's all I can say. <laughs> I am excited. Didn't you hear my voice when I was asking you those questions? Like, I love this. I love this. But yes, like, yes, I do have to wrap it up and move on at some point. I know. You're right. You're right. Okay. Let's move on. Okay. Okay, well, we are about ready to wrap up this sparking joy inspired episode. Suzanne, thank you so much for telling us about all those life changing items, especially your washer and dryer. Like I am so super excited <laughs> about your washer and dryer. I cannot wait to see it in right, action. That's there's the reaction I wanted. <laughs> okay, well, it took that whole break for me to come up with it. But I really do feel that way. I'm excited to see how that works. Something else that works for our podcast is we do have a book club. So Suzanne, do you want to tell us what book we'll be talking about next week in our we book will club be, episode? Yep. The name of the book is Trust. And I'm going to, is it Hernan Diaz? I think so. Hernan That's Diaz. how I would say it. Yep. And um, I just want to say that I finished the book yesterday and a little birdie mm -hmm. told me that you haven't started it yet. So you have a well, lot of reading to do. I do. And I will get to it. And just give us a quick, did you like it? Yes or no? You're not your favorite? It wasn't my favorite. Just the topic I found a little bit confusing or the way it was written. I mean, it's a Pulitzer Prize winning novel. It was beautifully uh -huh. written. The words, the descriptions, everything there was spot on. It's just not a book I would typically read and hope to never read again. <laughs> okay, Is that honest well, enough, Suzanne? You yeah. wanted me to tell you a little yep, bit. Yep. Good, good, good lead into our next episode. And another good lead in and a little bit about our next episode because we didn't have time to share it. But recently I had an experience and I went to what I can only describe as a dinner party from hell. And oh. it kind of went off the rails a little bit. So that story's coming up. Book club is coming up next week. And now all I have to do is share something to sip on. Okay, okay. here we go. You often feel tired. Not because you've done too much, but because you've done too little of what sparks a light in you. And that was by Alexander Denheiger. Again, I probably totally slaughtered the name, but his words are brilliant. And that is your something to sip on. Love it. I love it too. Well, until next week, everyone. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.